hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. Good morning, everyone. And good morning, everyone, as well, to our viewers online. Great to have you here. I'm so a bit nervous, eh? <laughs> well, anyway, my name is Joe Pisino, 39 from the Philippines. Working here in New Zealand as an engineer, a sports and music enthusiast. Husband to my beautiful wife, where is she? Ruth. And father to my three awesome kids, Adam, Zion, and Avi. Today, I will share my testimony or my personal journey with God as a believer of Jesus, and to glorify God with His greatness in my life. I have titled this testimony as Favored and Blessed, or Blessed and Favored. I will share some of my highlights of my life on how God has blessed and favored me in this journey. So to start with, I was born and raised in the slum area in the capital of the Philippines in Manila, which is not a very good place or environment to grow up in. Every day, we see around us the harsh reality of this world. Poverty, drugs, injustice, and many more. Life was very hard and tough back there, as you can see on the photo. And, but in spite of that, my parents choose to follow Jesus. Before being a believer, my God, my dad, back in the days was a big tough guy, a troublemaker, always involved in street fights, a drunkard, and a big headache to mom and to the community as well. <laughs> but following Jesus and making a decision to stand changed his life and affects us as their children as well. They show us how to live a Christian life while living on that kind of environment and surrounding. And it made a huge impact on us as their children. And on that event, I have opened my eyes and have a relationship with God. I am very grateful to my parents for passing that beautiful legacy of introducing God to us and setting an example on living and following God despite of the circumstances and surrounding and the situation around us. What a blessing and favor from grade A. And growing up as a kid back in those times are awesome. Well, cell phone doesn't exist yet. There is, but you have to be rich to afford one. And playing outside and being active gave us a way of having a, a leisure or some sort of um, entertainment. We have a national sport called SIPA, and I was very hooked into it. Playing it almost every day make it, made me very good at it. You know, <laughs> not to boast, but Eventually, I played a much harder and competitive version of it called Sepak Takraw, a Southeast Asian Games which requires skills, 
flexibility, and athleticism. Tell you what, that game was played in every school in our country as part of our curriculum. And I joined our elementary or primary school team and make it to the roster and play that game until my university days. God was really amazing for letting me have that ability and opportunity. Having that skill and talent that was given by God to play that sport, grant me a full athletic scholarship in my university. And with that scholarship, it helped me through my studies and finish my degree. What a blessing and favor indeed. I was also being selected to be a foster child from a Japanese foster parenting organization that helps underprivileged children or kids that comes from a very poor family but with good scholastic standing. By God's grace and favor, despite of the many students that needed help in our school, can you imagine? I was one of the many that was granted. Wow. And it helped and support my studies until my university. Again, a blessing and favor from God. God also blessed me to have music in my life and somehow make a living out of it. And, and also gave me the opportunity to help and serve the music ministry and be part of God's service. It was a humbling and wonderful experience. It teaches me and helped me to understand how to serve with humility, passion, commitment, and dedication. It also plays a huge part on my personal walk, growth, and journey as a Christian believer. Again, another blessing and favor from God. The next part of my testimony is about healing, protection, and provision. Oh, you're two very serious guys. <laughs> I was not used to it. Hey. Well, anyway, back in 2008, I worked in Equatorial Guinea in Central Africa. I worked there as a health and safety supervisor for two years. And we built their first 1,000-kilometer national road. It was my first time working overseas. But little did I know about the dangers that I will be facing. Malaria on that place was on really high stats based on our pre-departure orientation. And not even knowing about the HIV cases and the typhoid fever. Can you imagine that? <laughs> but due to lack of employment opportunity in our country and a very good offer in benefits inclusion, and since it was my first time doing working overseas, I decided to go through. <laughs> what a brave boy. Hey, <laughs> I was 20, 24 back then. Yeah. So in my first few months, I have already contracted malaria. Wow. It was one of the most painful kind of sickness that I felt. I have been hospitalized for three weeks on my own. One of the downside of working abroad or working overseas. You being alone, without family, without friends by your side. Yeah. And I also learned that the malaria variation on that place was the deadliest one. 
It was called Plasmodium falciparum in scientific term, or in layman's term, it called cerebral malaria. So it attacks your brain cells, and you could really die from it. In my two years in that place, I was, not, I was hit not once, not twice, not thrice, but five times. Can you imagine? Five times malaria. And countless typhoid fever. That's why I grew up like this big. <laughs> the pain that I have suffered from that disease was very awful. I don't know you, about you guys, but probably some of you was hit by that kind of sickness. But I don't know. Even heard some of my colleagues died from that disease. I could have also died from that. But God is so gracious and did not allow it. And gave me a second life and healed me to be a living proof that He is our mighty healer. Amen? What a blessing and favor from God. Afterwards, I decided to come back to the Philippines and help our church ministry work. I was involved in missions, in church planting activities, going to different parts of the country, planting churches, discipling new believers, and initiating church meeting proper. I was always together with my senior pastor during those trips, learning about leadership ministry, and eventually sent out up north, north part of our country, to start a church plant, starting from three believers going to hundreds. I was so amazed to see the power of God's powerful message transforming people's lives in that place. God even given me a wonderful gift that will be part of my lifetime. There is where I met my beautiful wife. <laughs> what a mission, eh? <laughs> yeah, she helped me a lot in doing the ministry, ministry works. Getting her on board was very handy because she can speak their dialect and translate for me. They have, we have uh, probably hundreds of dialects in the Philippines. Yeah, but the one that we use is Tagalog, like the universal English, so we can communicate to each other. And we eventually got married and started a family. And God blessed us with three beautiful, amazing children. Starting a family is a challenge, especially as a father back in our country. As most of the reasons why immigrants like me left our country is for better opportunities and future of our family. So I talked to my senior pastor about it, my situation and plans, and decided to go and work overseas again for the second time. But this time, things are way different now. Because I got my family together with me. As I got the job, my wife was pregnant with our first child that time. But I have to leave her. The price I have to pay for the opportunity for a better life in exchange. So she had to endure her pregnancy by giving birth, I mean giving birth and raising our first child without me by her side. It was very hard for both of us. 
as we were apart. It really is a difficult situation. And all I can do is pray and be strong to face the situation. And probably without God's help, we might not be able to withstand the circumstance. So upon working in Japan for three years, I've only got 10 days of leave and I've used it to attend my firstborn birthday. I was surprised by my friends and they did not tell me that my wife and child will pick me up at the airport. I was really surprised seeing my wife and child for the first time in a long time. I was so happy, but things didn't go so well. My son cried and ran away from me. <laughs> Probably having the question, who is this stranger? I haven't seen you. I've never known you, you know? And it really breaks my heart. And realize that me not being with him for a long time doesn't make him comfortable with me at all. And on that occasion, I said to myself, I'll just finish my contract and never to leave them again. So I went back from Japan in 2018, as I have promised, and started a business. Because I don't want to go back over working overseas anymore. I started a Japanese restaurant and a public transportation business, our iconic Philippine jeepney. Everything was going well. The business is growing. And I did reconnect with my family and have quality time with them. As I was just enjoying it, all of us know that in late 2019, the rumors of the pandemic was starting. The country on the following year, March 2020, was in complete lockdown. And it was in chaos, especially in our country, due to high number of infections, and all of a sudden, pandemic hit really bad and flattens out everything. The business was really hit hard and it continued for two years. It was very stressful and terrible situation. And we are really crushed by that moment because all of my investment was put into that. Because I said, and I make a promise that I will never go back again and leave my family, right? So eventually, I have to give up the business due to uncertainties of the scenarios and the situations happening. That leads me to reconsider working overseas again. But this time, I have to include in my consideration in choosing a country to work into where I could bring my family. And New Zealand opened its borders in the last quarter of 2020. Again, I found favor and blessing from God. And got the job here. Yay! <laughs> yep. But the day before my flight going here, ah, oh, we did the RT-PCR test or the COVID-19 test. Oh, you know what will happen, eh? <laughs> In the morning, as part of our pre-departure or departure protocol. Because during those times, it's not really loosened up, you know? It's still a wee bit um, strict. So during those times, it was around six to eight hours to get the fastest result in our country. 
So feeling hopeful and optimistic that everything will be all right, that's the song, eh? I went home and we've done our tests. After we've done our tests and to prepare my stuff and cherish the remaining time with my family before my flight tomorrow. But later that night, I called from one of the staff of the clinic saying, we are very sorry to inform you, but the result of your test was positive. I was stunned at that very moment. Heaps of thoughts went through my mind and we did another test to confirm the initial result, hoping it was a mistake. But nah, it was still positive. So I was advised that I need to isolate and get treated right away. Then everything starts to funnel inside my head. Anxiety and crazy thoughts come through. As I have been with my family all throughout that time, kissing, hugging my wife, my two boys, my nine-old-month baby at that time, and my 71-year-old mom with comorbidity. As I was making the most of the time that I have left being with them. In my mind, my family's safety was my top concern. What if they got infected? What if they got severed? What if they died? as they were all unvaccinated except for my wife. Am I gonna get canceled and lost the job? Lots of thoughts going through my mind and ask God, why? Why now on this very day, on this very hour? I was supposed to leave tomorrow, God. Why now? I was really anxious, depressed, and shattered during those times. It was one of the most lowest points in my life. I was devastated and crying almost every night, asking, why is this happening? I've got the chance to pray and pass as I was with my isolation and deeply talked to God about my current situation. And God gave clearly the assurance through His Word as I read Apostle Paul's journey to Rome in Acts chapter 27 and 28, where they got hit by a storm and shipwrecked, detoured, and lots of things happened along the way to their journey. But God was with him always and found blessing and favor despite of that situation and circumstances. As I remember, my first work of deployment here in New Zealand is at Wellington. But I was canceled, right? But because I was delayed due to what happened, after 18 days, I finally came here. But this time, I will land in Christchurch. And deployed in Rakaia, where I have met you guys here in Ashburton. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Probably... If the delay did not happen, I won't be able to meet you all. A beautiful family of God and a community of believers. A home away from home. God has really blessed me with your presence. And I would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for your support and your love towards me. 
And finally, after a year of constant prayer and putting all my faith in God, and that was my plan, but I don't know what God's plan is, I was reunited with my family. What more could I ask for, eh? <laughs> like a rainbow after the rain, things happen in God's perfect time. And He keeps His promises. To sum up my testimony, I would like to call on Joe, uh, Jono, please. To sum up this testimony and to give an inspiration to each and every one of us that no matter what happened in our life, God will always has the, bless, the best plan for us. Amen? Amen? Yep. There will be challenges, trials, hardships, but God above all is always in control. Our character and faith will be put to the test in this situation and circumstances. But always remember, church, and I always keep remembering saying it to myself, God will pour out His blessings and favor to those who will walk in His path and put their faith in Him. Thank you so much for listening and God bless us all. Man, what a, what a life, what a testimony, what a story. Man, I feel so um, privileged to have lived in New Zealand all my life and um, I have experienced third world countries but never had to live in it and then to experience what it must be like to shift from there, leave everything behind, family, friends and everything that you know, your language, to come to a country um, and leave all that behind and the battle. Um, a couple of questions. Um, can, can you still do those moves on that, um, like, in that game that you play? Can you still do that? Because I've, I've heard, like, you've got a kick and I'm not even going to, that would be embarrassing, but, you know, like, if you, it's like soccer but not, right? Like volleyball of the feet. Like volleyball of the feet. I'd like to see that sometime. And one thing that Joe didn't say is when he got malaria, I loved it when you said not once, not twice, not thrice, but um, was it malaria or typhoid when you were in the hospital and no one spoke, uh, malaria, no one spoke um, English, no one spoke English. How long were you, how many weeks were you in that time? Three weeks. No English. That just makes me want to cry. The isolation. And to do that on your own without God. Like he had God, but I mean, imagine without the Lord. Um, and as you were sharing about the, your testimony and being favour and blessed, you know, I thought about Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for good and not for evil, to give you a hope and a future. And I pray that over you and your family, your wife and your children, and may that this season that you're encountering now be the most settled, deeply rooted, 
covered in love and protection, that you would know his peace beyond anything. In this season, it be settled and be assured that you are in the right place at the right time. You know, Carl talked about giving your life to Jesus and um, sometimes you can hear that, ah, oh, give your life to Jesus, it'll be perfect. Give your life to Jesus, all your troubles will go away. <laughs> no, Jesus is the, is the rock, the foundation, and he enables us to stand strong in those times of difficulties. He gives us strength and he gives us a covering to endure some of those tough things. He's not about make our life doesn't become perfect. Not at all. But boy, um, 27, 28 years ago, what did we say it was? 29. 29 years this year, I think, um, that I became a Christian, making me 31. Um, I stopped the laughter. Um, best amazing decision and same thing. My family, my parents got saved and the blessing that has come down from that. Um, so hang on for your children. Keep pushing in for your kids and for the generations to come. Well, I've been totally blessed, Joe. Thank you so much. Can we just give him another hand, please? And he did it all in his uh, second language. Um, so you did, number one, you, depart, you kicked a goal by, by speaking in public, because most people don't want to do that. And then you kicked a goal because you did it in your second language. Um, just amazing. Get to know someone who doesn't come from New Zealand. It will enrich your life. So um, I think we're going to do bouncy castles, and, um, but they're for kids. And ice blocks and sausage sizzle. So have a wonderful week. It's wonderful to see your faces. Two services next week, 9.30, 11.15. See you then.